Hi, hello, it's Leah Rance. So we're back on our afternoon Rance games, sort of. Obviously with COVID-19, me and Jared are trying to social distance, and he taught me how to use Discord. So that is what we recorded this episode on, and the quality you might notice is a little iffy, <laughs> to, to say the least, but... Hopefully you still enjoy it. Uh, We did a review on Animal Crossing and Doom. This episode should be called like Doom New Horizons. (laughs) Because uh, that's what we did this episode on. So hopefully you enjoy it. You're staying safe. You're staying safe. Hi, hello. I'm Leah Rance. Hi. Hi guys, it's me, Jared, once again. Uh, This is a weird episode of Afternoon Rants. We took the last week off, um, and, you know, there was something that happened global. It was worldwide, and we just have to talk about it. We really do. Oh, uh, It's Animal Crossing. No, it's Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs) Animal Crossing New Horizons, which, by the way, I'm wearing my KK uh shirt he's a little dj in it you probably can't see it that's such a bummer but i I saw it on your snapchat today and it it looks pretty good it it looks pretty thank you i got it from the nintendo store so (laughs) yeah i was i i uh you also have something costume wise for the occasion since we're doing this also over video oh am i am i busting this out already Oh, you know what? We'll, you know what? We'll, we'll wait. It'll okay. be a nice right. little secret it's a surprise. Nice surprise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what in this episode, me and Jared are going to review, and we have decided this like long ago when it came out mm-hmm. that Doom uh, and Animal Crossing both shared the same release date, March twenty first, twenty twenty, and oh, March twentieth, uh, all- actually. Oh, okay. I was like, but- my mama's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Happy birthday, Mom. Yeah, happy birthday, Mrs. Rance. So this is weird because like we're doing it over Discord right now, which I feel like maybe Gen Z will like me now. Maybe we do. You know, I think I think Gen Z already does like you, Leah. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Like, Are you technically Gen Z? Am I? I oh, don't know. I'm twenty one, almost twenty two. What is that kind of Yeah, you are. You're Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there you go. You'll you'll be my way in with the kids. <laughs> I'm the gateway in for you. That's it. <laughs> What's them TikTok? Also, in the midst of this, we'll do some TikTok dance. <laughs> okay, I I don't take responsibility for TikTok. Okay, I I want no part of that. Oh my god, no! But we're gonna review these uh, video games now. Um, okay, so first off, I start us off because you know what's interesting about this is that Doom and Animal Crossing are both um, heritage games at this point. Mm. When did Doom initially come out? So, I feel like I've heard about it forever. Yeah, so the original Doom actually came out in 1993. Oh, I was one, and you were nothing. I was, I was <laughs> not even thought of yet. A twinkle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What yeah. what system? Uh, it was actually on the original uh, Microsoft operating system, but yeah. uh, basically it was the game that kind of started the FPS genre for the most part. What is FPS? I don't know anything. Uh, first person shooter. Oh, but- <laughs> <laughs> you can tell that this is not my genre of game. I was like, no. I don't do well with acronyms. Like, like real quick, I just don't yeah. do. G- yeah, any acronyms whatsoever. Like, I'm. Lost on me, completely lost. So yeah. Huh. Okay. 
Whatever. Yeah, so it kind of started the uh, first-person shooter genre. I'll, I'll, I won't use any acronyms from here on out. It makes it really better. <laughs> no, go for it. I'll just have to, like, Google this later when I'm editing yeah. it. I'm like, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> okay. That's fair. Yeah, so, and it basically revolutionized that. And there's been, I think, there's been a lot of games. Because there's also been, like, a lot of, like, spin-off versions of certain Doom games. So there's been a lot. But notably, uh, the one that just came out, Doom Eternal, is a sequel to the reboot, uh, which is just called Doom 2016. So it's been four years since the last Doom game, and this has kind of taken that formula and just kind of cranked it to 11. Yeah, I mean, I'll dive more into it later, but uh, do you want to talk about Animal Crossing? As, uh, <laughs> yes, I do! I'm not gonna Picture lie. it! April 14th, 2001. A small Leah sees a commercial come across her screen. It looks super weird, and awesome and it's of these life-size like people dressed up like these characters like these humanoid characters with little triangle hats and little dresses and they they walk around with little animals and they're doing like regular things on a subway i think yeah all you needed to sell me back in the day for a commercial was just something super weird and super cute and i was absolutely in so uh, it came out on gamecube and it just honestly and maybe i'm you know someone who just doesn't know a lot about video games but i will say this that like it was the first mainstream game that i know of that was of its kind where it is like a game where it is i call it a gentle management game (laughs) because that's like its own series of games now where yeah there's like no way of actually winning it's more so about you're like integrating into this life with these animal neighbors of yours and you go fishing and you go hunting and like or not hunting you don't you hunt the neighbors <laughs> you go fishing but it's like outdoorsy stuff and yes a lot of people get caught on this the one thing that is kind of keeps the game going is that like you are indebted to a raccoon who uh owns a store and and you basically keep paying him off for the loan for your house and your house gets bigger and bigger and bigger and that's how the game actually progresses that was like in the simplest of terms in the beginning of animal crossing the whole goal was to just have a really big house at the end of the day and have it with all the furnishings and be able to pay for everything and other than that you just get involved with the neighbors of like gossip around you know people forget this because of how long this game has been going now there's been so many iterations um because i also know that it was for I know there was like a phone game. I know that there was also one for 3DS and stuff. And so like a lot of people forget that it's very core. The very first one, a very simple game. And yet so many kids that would later have anxiety problems. <laughs> wouldn't they know would love this game. <laughs> no, The funny thing is, though, is that like for me, it seems like it's a lot of fun but whenever i've asked one of my friends like oh can you describe animal crossing to me they all just they like the answer is just always oh you just kind of you're just vibing you know you're just vibing on like an island you're just vibing it is true it's true is that like i mean that sounds fun i just like i will say this okay i don't think the original iteration of this game would do quite as well as it did back then you know back then like video games it was still 
2001 i mean my god like you know there was just nothing like it so you just did it to like kind of escape a little bit and then you would find out all these little easter eggs like like uh you'd find out that kk the little dog on my shirt or whatever would only come out on saturday nights and you could like you know only on saturdays get music from him that you could like later take and play in your house which sounds so like what the hell ever but like finding out little easter eggs like that as a kid that's the type of thing that kept the game going i don't think it would do as well now because there's not enough going but let me tell you this newest iteration and i'll get into it further later this newest iteration of animal crossing like really genuinely finally gets something right that i feel like it's always struggled with and that's pacing with the game oh okay so the pacing is actually good in this game is that what yeah so yeah i'll I'll get into that later though okay Okay. so um all right so what are the things that are different speaking of that what are the things that are different for doom all right here we go so in doom 2016 they introduced this thing called glory kills which have kind of become like the staple of this rebooted doom of uh the rebooted doom games and that's essentially when a demon because that's what you're doing you're a one-man army fighting through hordes of demons from hell usually on mars it is great it's wonderful what yeah no it, it's it's crazy it's it's amazing but uh what's your character's it, name the doom slayer i'm sorry <laughs> you gonna run that by me doom slayer slayer it is, mister it is badass all right that's all yeah. you need to know but uh in like the game is also super self-aware but um mm-hmm. so when you're like basically ripping these demons in half in the game because that's what you do in order to um essentially get ammo get health back you need to do what's called a glory kill these enemies so when it so when a demon is at low health you go up to it and you press a key and when you do that you perform just this super gory and like badass move so like you'll take like a demon's arm and like decapitate himself with his own arm it's is it kind of like Mortal Kombat? Like I remember Mortal Kombat back in the day, like when it first came out, was super violent. Oh. When it would be like finish him, like, and it would be the most gruesome way you could possibly. A girl got stabbed through the boobs, and I was traumatized. Traumatized. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's basically like a Mortal Kombat fatality, except you can do that okay. on every single demon in the game. Okay. And that's okay. the only way to like replenish your health, or like if you want like ammo from the demons. You need to chainsaw them. You need to take a chainsaw oh, so and rip them gotta, in half. Yes. <laughs> so meanwhile, I'm making friends. Uh huh. And, and I am, and I am just like slaughtering hordes of of hell's minions. Basically, that's that's oh what it boils down to. No, it's but uh, as far as big differences, they just kind of took everything in 2016 that made it good. It just did that tenfold. So like now you have like a flamethrower. You have different types of grenades. You have a new chainsaw and just like there's a bunch of stuff that they added in that kind of felt like they were missing in 2016. So there's a lot of new like movement options and stuff like that, too, that really just try to make it feel fresh. So like you have different (laughs) just different ways to kill (laughs) like even more. Yeah. So there is I'm trying to think eight different guns in the game that you need to cycle through. Right. And I'll explain more of this later. But uh, so there's. Like, let's say certain guns are good for taking down certain demons, but if you're fighting 30 demons at a time, you're always going to feel like quick switching between, like, oh, I'm going to need the rock launcher for this, or, like, the shotgun for this. 
and there's a bunch of different stuff like that and uh they introduce like a, a bunch of new people too but um on top of like the eight guns you already have in the game you also need to balance two different types of grenades your chainsaw your flamethrower and your dashes all at the same time this feels like overkill you know like well wait a minute wait a minute so what yeah. is the doom slayer is it i'm sorry is no, the doom slayer a person yeah so he's I'm trying to think about like the least because they actually go What's pretty heavy. What's the storyline here? I can't. It's hard for me to say the storyline because they revealed so much in Eternal, which I was going to touch on later, uh, about the story and like the origins of uh, the Doomslayer. So it's kind of I can't say anything quite yet. But basically, he's just this one man army killing demons by the thousands. It's and just amazing to me that two totally different like yeah. games came out at the same time because it's yours is all about like how much can I annihilate and meanwhile I found an article that was PETA's vegan guide to playing Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons. <laughs> because apparently when you play Animal Crossing, as I mentioned before, you do a lot of fishing and you do a lot of, you know, bug catching yeah. and like you're just and then and then what you do and what makes me feel good is like I always like to give my new things that I find over to the museum and stuff. Well, apparently PETA wants you to know that it's not OK to do that if you're a vegan <laughs> playing a virtual game. <laughs> I, I think all Animal Crossing players are just sinners. I think that that's what Peta just wants to get. At, you know, I, just... I would love for Peta. Well, actually, Peta wouldn't give a shit about Doom because you're not killing animals; you're exactly. killing demons. If anything, we're we're like the perfect Christian people. Like we're just killing demons <laughs> by the hundreds. It's wonderful. actually isn't Doom a Bible game? Like. <laughs> It is might it? Be. It might be. Is Doom like it's like one of those when you find out one of those super heavy metal bands you you like you finds out like you after you look at the lyrics a bit you're like is this a Christian band yeah, like, and you're like oh this is a Christian band huh yeah I'm like I'm surprised mm -hmm. like Chevelle Chevelle was a Christian band there really? for a, in the beginning I think they mislabeled oh. themselves but <laughs> they did Skillet. Huh. that's not really heavy but you you get what i'm saying i get your point though yeah yeah so uh, um do you want to say anything else about animal crossing like what uh <laughs> i have a lot of things to say right. <laughs> well i mean like about what's different um yeah. again going with that pacing idea um so i'm still walking you through this because i know you're a virgin with it but like when you're playing a game like that, you know, obviously, so you go around, right? And you do maybe a little bit of selling and you get some bells and you start to pay off your house and that feels good. Mm -hmm. And then you're kind of walking around. Maybe you talk a little bit with the neighbors and they got some quirky, fun things to say. Sometimes maybe you do some fishing, some, some catching, whatever bugs, vibing, vibing, as your friends say. <laughs> Well, maybe you're done with vibing. Maybe you're like, what's the drawing force here? Because after a while, and this is something that I really noticed with a lot of players, is um, they would begin to cheat. They would they would time hop a lot. Yeah, and, one of my um, friends does that a lot. That's, uh, yeah, I don't like that. I just feel I. like that just kind of ruins the integrity of the game because it's like, what's the point? And then they like show off their pictures of their perfectly manicured like rooms and like you know because you you can only have access to certain things 
and that's always been true with all the games mm-hmm. with every day maybe some items are only on sale this one day or maybe like you can only catch this certain type of fish at night you know that was the coolest part of this game was again and what made it so unique back in 2001 was this concept of it was always going but it was changing you know it would change with seasons it would change at nighttime mm-hmm. and that was cool but uh, but pacing now, what's really cool and what's stopping a lot of people from blowing through the game and then getting bored with it, because I can't tell you how many towns I ended up <laughs> abandoning oh, after no. a while. Because you get kind of you get kind of bored. You do. You get kind of mm-hmm. bored. You know, okay. after a while. Um, what's different about New Horizons is that uh, you have to make everything pretty much. So you have to get the necessary. Um, crafts or or like or or different like wood or different iron and you have to make your tools and then your tools can break on you so you could go back to square one have to make your tools again so say i want to make a furniture i want to make a chair sure i have to get a certain amount of wood for that so i have to get an axe so i have to make the axe you get what I'm saying? So it's like it's Minecraft. I have to make the axe to get the thing. Well, yeah, oh, I didn't oh my realize God, it's that. Minecraft. Oh my God, Leah, I might love so- this game. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and that's so important to me because it it kind of is a great equalizer because then everybody can't blow through this because once you got your tools, it was friggin' over in the earlier games. You got your tools, psh, you could do whatever the hell you wanted. Like it was fine. But now that my tools keep breaking on me. I'm like kind of like, oh, and you got to think about your resources. Almost I feel like this game is promoting eco-friendly stuff, PETA, guys, because you got to plant more trees so you can get more wood so you can make the axes. Like it's just it's it's a really cool way to pace things. Also, you don't just come there and get things you used to get villagers Mm-hmm. Like after a while, they would just come and move in. Someone move away. You had no control over it. This game, you have control over everything. You have control over what land you pick, where the rivers are, where you put the bridges over everything and who, what villagers are allowed. I've seen people restarting their games, by the way, because they think their villagers are too ugly. And I just... <laughs> it's an elitism that everland as i called (laughs) Uh will not stand for um but yeah so like once you pick a villager you have to decide where it's gonna live Mm -hmm. and you have to furnish the house so you got to go back to that crafting thing so this takes like a lot of time like so I appreciate it. At some points, it does not feel like a gentle management game anymore. It oh. definitely feels like this is work. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Now I have a list of things to do. Like yeah. I'll get caught up and I'm like, I got six different things to do. So, so you're basically doing chores. Uh, yeah, I'm basically doing chores, but they're all really cute. And uh, I, you know, that mentality you used to have when you were a little kid and you knew you knew your stuffed animals. You knew your stuffed animals. Um, didn't have <laughs> real feelings, yeah. but you felt like they did. And then you're like, I don't want to feel like they don't like, you know, so, so like, that's kind of how I feel about my animals in animal crossing. They're not real, but also they kind of are, and I can't let them down. <laughs> well, not to mention that, I mean, that, that 
raccoon is also holding you in debt right now too so i mean i feel like you have like the emotional debt there too you know he's really i do do, man i'm in with the sharks crazy dude his prices go up every (laughs) (laughs) every game they get steeper just like the economy 2001 (laughs) you just blow through it man now it's crazy (laughs) Yeah, actually, that's a good question. Does Tom Nook freeze your payments due to COVID-19? <laughs> I saw this thing and it was like, <laughs> a stimulus package should also <laughs> be a switch in every home with bells <laughs> automatically added. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I think we'd be in a much better place right now if that was the case. Yeah. Anyway. So, I, what, do you, so what do you like about Doom? Oh, what do I like about Doom? This is a long question, Leo. Let me... <laughs> So the best way that I could like describe Doom in like one sentence is that it's like a heavy metal album personified. Like it's like you're playing through a metal album almost because uh, Mm -hmm. Mick Gordon, who was the composer for 2016's Doom, is also the the uh, the uh, composer for this one as well. And it is straight up like eight string heavy metal, and it's just headbanging the entire time. And the way in how they managed to program this soundtrack is that if you're in the fight, it like like the music like naturally escalates to the point. So like if I kill one demon, I might hear like a few notes like starting to play the song, right? But by the time I'm like fifteen demons in and like I'm just like strategically taking all of them down, like the riffs are just like blaring through my headphones the entire time. <laughs> that and- is literally a game made for you. It is amazing. And not to mention, uh like as much as i say that it's just like oh you're just killing demons there's actually a surprising amount of strategy that goes in that goes into the game because so there's things like uh hugo martin the game director actually uh described it as a thinking man's first person shooter and that's because uh like let's say be you so walk- oh my god it's so fun i'll have you play it sometime it's amazing so it's so fun go ahead but uh so like how i kind of touched on earlier you're constantly cycling through these eight different weapons that are given to you and then like the half dozen other mechanics that you need to use while you're in combat and while you're trying to like do all this resource management you're also trying to prioritize targets and see who you need to take down first like who's the biggest threat and sometimes again the only way to get ammo is by chainsawing these uh usually like the smaller demons so like you might (gasps) So what? it's kind of like Animal Crossing. It's resource management. You... Yeah. It's resource management. <laughs> That's all it's about. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like, I'm sure you've seen, like, all the art of, like, Isabelle and Doomslayer. Like, the crossover art there. Have you seen that? Yeah. So, like, it, it, you know, it's good. The resource management is freaking amazing. And not to mention the story, just you being this one-man army, kind of just going against, like, this army from hell is insane and like it's super self-aware so like there's times where one of my favorite glory kills in the game uh there's this zombie that's walking up to you and if you glory kill him and you kind of like aim at his head you take your full fist and by the way this uh uh the doom slayer the character you play as his bicep is like my head times two like it's just massive mm-hmm. so it, yeah it, so he literally takes this beefy hand and knocks the zombie's head like down like into like his chest basically so it's like almost cartoonish at certain points oh geez it's yeah it's it's not for the faint of heart so like this isn't the type of game where i'd be like oh if you're new to like fps is play doom 
because even no. though even though I think the game is like one of the most fun games I've played in years, it's not for the faint of heart. Like if you don't like gore or just like like anything like that, it's not going to be your thing. I am literally the type I can't stress to you enough, and my family could vouch for this. My cousins were playing Mortal Kombat oh, on no. at an early stage. I yeah. saw the knives go through her boobs. I flipped out. I flipped out. I was like maybe eight or nine. And then like I ran off and my aunt was oh, trying no. to like calm me down. And I'm like crying. And I was like, I was literally like, I was like, <laughs> I would like calm down after a while. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And she put me in front of, and I'll never forget. It was the movie with the dinosaurs. It was like, we're back or something. The dinosaurs come back and they're like roaming around. I don't know. Oh, you might okay. not have seen yeah, it. It I was a cartoon so. dinosaur movie. It wasn't land before time though. Anyway, I'm watching it and I would like calm down for a little bit. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, the image is stuck in my head. <laughs> I was traumatized. Absolutely. How old were you when this happened? I was like maybe seven or nine, like seven between seven, eight, nine. Follow up question. Follow up question. Was this also the Mortal Kombat on like the SNES where it was like all super pixelated? So the the blood is like five pixels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was was so upset. So I don't know. Handle Doom. <laughs> oh Man, you know, I'll have you try it sometime though, because it is like <laughs> I can't get the image out of my head. <laughs> Sorry. What is no, it like? No, it's fine. Well, I'm just I was just gonna say, like, there's been people that I know that don't really care for FPSs or like like the like they would be like the last people you would expect to like a game about ripping apart demons, right? If it's campy enough. Yeah, so again, it's super self-aware. So there's this one point uh minor spoilers, I guess, if you care about the story in a Doom game. Um uh, <laughs> so um there's this robot guy actually who's from the first Doom in tw- well, so from Doom 2016. And uh, he pops up again in this game, and he says, "You can't just shoot a hole through Mars." And then directly on like your uh, like your HUD where it says uh, your mission objectives, it says, "Shoot a hole through Mars," and you do so by shooting yourself <laughs> through this giant like planet-sized cannon. Does that sound campy <laughs> enough for you? Is that? <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what that reminds me of? Planet Odd. Do you remember that? Oddworld. Oddworld. Oh, Oddworld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a little bit of that, like, growing up. Not too much. Yeah, they used to... Man, I hope games are kind of going back to that, because that was great when games didn't take themselves so seriously. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It it is really funny, because there is kind of, like, this dichotomy where they're switching between, like, the super self-aware humor, and then then you'll get, like, the super lore-heavy background, like, about, like, the story in the game. And the thing that a lot of people like about it, like, I'm kind of a lore nerd when it comes to a lot of this stuff, so, uh, like, let's say if you were to kill a demon for the first time, right, you get what's called a codex entry. You do this, and you actually, you get, like, two pages, basically, full of just, like, what this demon is, like, what its rank is, and, like, the society and stuff like that. That kind, mm-hmm. of, that kind of stuff is, like, jives really well with me, right? But if you don't care about the story or, like, the background about any of these things, you can skip every cutscene, and you never need to open up the codex. So it's like, See, I, yeah, that's cool, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they they're very aware now of like what they are and what they mean to like 
people, you know, because when I heard the Doom game, I already got kind of an image in my my head because it's been around for so long. You Mm kind of like I was confusing it. Fun fact with Quake. I was thinking in my head that you were talking about Quake. Do you remember Quake? Yeah. So funny enough, uh, id Software, the guys that made Doom Eternal, are also the creators of Quake as well. Before my dad played Halo 3 and never stopped, like literally to this day. A man of is culture. One of the last, one of of the last people on that server. Um, he played the hell out of Quake. Like played the hell out of it. So and good. then, oh my God, you want it to go full circle here? Go for it. He'd play Quake. Max at this point is born. He's about seven or eight years old. He watches Quake and it traumatizes him. Wait, and, and my mom forced my dad to throw the game away. <laughs> Me and Max, if you ever want to talk about the most dramatic people ever talk about me and my brother <laughs> like <laughs> he was the he is definitely the last person i would ever expect to get traumatized by quake of all things yeah he was eight it was weird something about it like Damn. just messed him up and okay. then ever since then now he's fine now he's playing dead by daylight and getting damn near perfect games but like <laughs> man everybody's got that one thing yeah, right that like yeah. you didn't have that thing as a kid that would just freak you out for no friggin reason uh, and just like I, my thing to this day is still spiders they have freaked me the hell out for years no but i mean like a, well, we know oh, that but yeah, like I, uh, like a video game the, i think the closest thing i could ever think of is probably when i watched alien for the first time maybe like I know, but it's, it's never game. been a video no, game. No, I've never really been scarred by a video game. No. <laughs> I, okay, <laughs> but truth be told, though, I've never really played any horror games for like an extended period of time. Like I played Alien Isolation for about half an hour last year and almost damn near pooped my pants. All right, that game was terrifying. <laughs> to be fair, Quake and Mortal Kombat are not horror games. <laughs> Me and Max are just dramatic. Also, I was traumatized by the Gorillaz music video. Which one? The Clint Eastwood. I could see, I could see how that'd be kind of like under. It was weird. Yeah, it's too weird. weird. I mean, it's a weird looking thing, so like I kind of get it, you know. I didn't even like to hear the song. I I had my parents had to change it every time I'd hear it. Oh no! I'd hear the doom, dun dun dun, and I'm like, you have to change it. (laughs) <laughs> and this is why I don't have kids. Because <laughs> that because I would drive me nuts. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. With Animal Crossing. Yeah. I mean, honestly, just to put it shortly, like I like the game for the reasons I said earlier because of what makes it different. It just makes it better. Honestly, mm-hmm. the pacing. Uh it just makes it more to do. And they I will say the one thing I dislike about this game is that I feel like they're kind of like in a weird way, and I know this is going to sound totally ironic, they're they're pacing it really well, but at the same time, you remember that thing I was telling you about, like, on a Saturday night, you find out that KK, like, plays oh, yeah. music, and it's like, oh, it's like this special treat, like, the secret that you've uncovered, you know what I mean? Or that, like, every now and then you would run into a ghost, right? And that was, like, really oh, wild, because okay. that was super rare. I feel like they're kind of giving it all right now. Like, already, I've experienced, like, 
a couple different things that like back in the day, like if you had just come across one of these things, like the ghost, it would have been like the whole day was made. But now it's like almost like to keep you entertained. It's like I'm seeing multiple presents in the sky because like every now and then a balloon will come by with a random present. You can slingshot it down. That used to be like a once maybe every two days thing this has happened like four times in one day for me so i I actually kind of don't like that because i'm like make me work for it (laughs) you're making me work for everything else make me work for it so but i mean that's really a minor complaint uh my only other thing is uh have you tried the multiplayer for animal crossing yet um, no, I haven't because I didn't realize the online pass costs money, and I um, I know it sounds crazy because no, no, like I get it's it. right, but I was so salty because I was like, is it not enough? Nintendo Pornhub right now is offering premium account <laughs> for free. So Nintendo, we're in quarantine times. Get on it! Like <laughs> this online pass for free. You, you know, speaking of being stuck up in quarantine, you know what the worst thing about this is? What? It will. Okay, I mean, there's obviously a lot of bad. There's a lot. Quarantine, right? <laughs> this is actually probably a very minute thing compared to real world issues. But like, think about it. So Animal Crossing came out. We don't have any other Nintendo games for the rest of the year. Nintendo hasn't revealed any. Oh, sheesh. Yeah, like there's no Breath of the Wild 2. Like there's nothing else like that that they've announced yet. That's okay. Animal Crossing is all I need, honestly. I, I, I saw this thing and it was like, good night, Animal Crossing machine. Like, And I'm like, that's how I feel about my Nintendo Switch. It's nice. my Animal Crossing machine. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally overcooked. That's it. Like... Yeah, Overcooked so, is pretty fun, though. I, I do like yeah. Overcooked. That's a good one. Anything you dislike about Doom? Uh, okay, so there is two specific things. Like, okay. Like super minor complaints. Uh, so the entire game builds itself around just being mobile all the time, right? And just being super strategic. There's certain sections of the game where there's like this purple sludge, and it not only slows you down, it also stops you from jumping. Oh. And that's... in. Like that may not seem like a huge deal, but like if you yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, but like if you've played the game, it just grinds you to a halt because like every movement oh. option that you've grown kind of reliant on up until this point is just stripped away. <laughs> and then yeah. and that just because I don't think any video game has pulled this off successfully, there's swimming parts in this game, and like those are just not fun. I'll be frank. Like there's only like two or three small sections where that you happens. don't like swimming. No, when is swimming ever been fun in a video game? We don't get Kingdom Hearts when I was a merman. Oh, it was great. God. It was awesome. Also, Banjo-Kazooie. It was great. You, you I love like swimming. Un- Hold on. You like the underwater levels in Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, I liked the fact that maybe I wouldn't come up for air. <laughs> there was a level of danger to it, son. I don't know why I chose the Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> uh- there was a level of danger to it when we went swimming. <laughs> <laughs> I felt a rush. <laughs> oh my God. You can, honestly, you can't think, Jared, that's just a dumb statement. Like, that's you can't think of statement. one. It is. You can't think of one stupid game where you liked swimming. No. There's plenty. What? Zelda, Mario, those I love suck. Zelda. You like Zelda were... underwater levels? Yes. You like the water I... temple in Zelda. Really? Is that yes. what you're no, I'm lying. I've never played Zelda, so what? I think I think that's pretty much it. What would you give uh, Doom? 
one to ten. I'd personally give that te- uh, that uh, helmet a ten. Uh, the helmet's a ten. I say the game is like a nine, like a nine. It's so close to perfection. That's actually, yeah, that's really good. I think that might be the highest score I've given anything on the podcast. Yeah, anything, I, honestly. I so. How about you? What do, what do you give Animal Crossing, Leo? A nine, yeah, because like, boy, I think that this couldn't have come at a better time, right? <laughs> This game, this game, I, I actually sat there and was like, did Nintendo plan this? Like, did they? <laughs> yeah, actually, like, Nintendo you, engineered all of this, so we would just they, buy Animal Crossing. They got together with Zoom and were like, what if everybody was stuck at home? What could they do but go on Zoom and Animal Crossing? Yeah, so. that's fair.